Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. Many believe trust is an ambiguous feeling, an intangible benefit, a weak attribute earned by leaders with long histories. It's not. Trust is a leadership imperative. Worldwide, the pandemic has changed how we live, how we learn, and how we work. It's been the ultimate level setter, says Natalie Doyle Oldfield, author of The Power of Trust, How Top Companies Build, Manage, and Protect It, and founder of Success Through Trust. Natalie has been recognized five times as one of the world's top thought leaders in trust by Trust Across America and was recently awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award. She has written articles for Forbes, Hospitality Upgrade, and Medium and published academic peer-reviewed articles. Her book, The Power of Trust, How Top Companies Build, Manage, and Protect is included in the curriculum in business programs including Dalhousie University, Roby School of Management, and at Queen's University Smith School of Business. In this podcast, Natalie shared some highlights of her most recent Blueprint for 2021 Business Outlook report that identifies key business priorities that will help privately held and family-run businesses succeed in 2021. She also shared some strategies that female business owners can implement today to transform the customer experience in a virtual world. Hi, Natalie. Welcome to the Canadian SME Small Business Podcast. How are you today? Great. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, Natalie, the pandemic has changed how we live, how we learn and how we work. And it's been the ultimate level setter. It put the spotlight on businesses ability to really build trust with their employees and customers. Now, while many have adapted to our new business environment, a recent study of business owners reported the majority of leaders are concerned about how to build trust in a virtual world. Many respondents fear that they are losing personal connections. Now, in your opinion, as you're the author, what, why is trust essential to your business? Well, thank you for quoting my study. Uh, trust is essential for so, so many reasons, Maheen. Uh, I guess I would start with sharing a couple of statistics. 92% of Canadians buy from companies they trust. Mm-hmm. And 81% of Canadians pay more for products and services that they trust. And we all want to get advice from people we trust, right? From trusted advisors. So it's essential. And as one of my clients says, some people have it, some people don't. And when you have it, all these great things happen. And when you don't have it, and he's referring to trust, when you don't have it, You have fewer opportunities. It's challenging. You have customer complaints, depending on the type of business you have. People complain about the bill. There's no repeat business. Accounts receivable takes longer. Customer churn is high. And then conversely, when you have it, there are more opportunities, sales increase, repeat business, and You know, it's essential because when you have high trust, you have all these good things, but ultimately you have high customer engagement, high employee engagement, supplier engagement, stakeholder engagement, which leads to loyalty, which leads to advocacy, which leads to a higher top line and more on the bottom line. 
So, you know, it is essential. You can have the best product in the world or the best service, Maheen. And if you don't have trust, Mm -hmm. you don't have customers, which means you don't have a sale. And it's, it's the most critical asset a company has. It's, it's the most essential asset a company has. Absolutely, Natalie. I hundred percent agree with you. Like, I cannot like think about buying it. You know, by buying like my stuff from a company that I don't, I do not trust, right? No. And especially virtually online businesses. One thing yes. people haven't really tried them yet. They don't know like what to expect, and that's why I think a lot of businesses virtually too are suffering. Now, Natalie, according to like, how can you define and foster trust as a brand? So that's a really good question. And when I think about brand, I mean, as you know, I have about 25 years of experience in marketing and sales and I've worked for different organizations uh, all all over the world. And I really define brand as an experience a customer has with a company. Mm-hmm. So trust is the foundation of a customer brand and it's and and it's the foundation of customer experience. You can't have an extraordinary brand or a strong brand or an extraordinary customer experience without having that foundation of really strong trust. Some people think that trust is an ambiguous feeling or it's a soft skill but it's not, it's tangible. And there are actually clear steps that companies can take to foster it, to another word some people use is to operationalize it. And and that's kind of, you know, in some ways it's kind of a fancy word to operationalize it. But really what I mean by that is to bake it in, to make it part of the culture in a company, the DNA of a company of like how you do things in that company. And, you know, it starts at the top with the leader and, you know, it's about having conversations all the time on a regular basis about how, how they can, everyone in the company, regardless of what their role can build relationships of trust and demonstrate trustworthy behavior. Absolutely. Simply put, everyone in the company needs to be walking the talk. Everyone. Now, Natalie, the new research reports, like two thirds of businesses ranked customers as the number one audience. They will focus on building trust uh, within 2021. And 58% are uncertain of the steps to to take to build trust. So what are the consequences in today's world of broken consumer trust? Well, first of all, I have to thank you. I really appreciate you keep coming and and talking about my study. Um, And for your listeners who are wondering about these stats, you can find them on my website and download this report at www.successthroughtrust.com. So that report and all these statistics are available to everyone. Um, And the consequences... uh, (laughs) In today's world of broke of having broken trust, well, we just need to look at the last few weeks to in the news to see some of the consequences, not just the Canadian news, right? Like worldwide. So this week, as an example, a British reporter, he lost his job for misbehavior. 
Last week, a governor in the United States was asked to resign because of alleged misbehavior. He hasn't resigned, but that's a big blemish on his reputation and his support. Um, the week before that, the CEO of a Canadian Crown Corporation resigned because he traveled overseas to get the COVID-19 vaccine. So one of the consequences is you're going to lose your job. Mm -hmm. Now, for business owners who are listening to this and leaders, you know, other consequences, you could lose customers, you could lose readership, you could have high employee turnover rate, people aren't going to listen to your podcast, Um, you know, you could lose, you could lose your whole company, you know. When you use the word broken, I I always think about visual things. It's just the way I think, Maheen. So, uh, you know, if you think about an egg, right, an egg that you eat. Right. If you have a crack in that egg, you could have a slow leak. The yolk could come out slowly. Or you could have like a big crack and it just gushes out. A consequence today in of broken trust is you know the whole thing could splatter like an egg or what sometimes is even worse is it just comes out slowly and you don't really realize that you don't have the trust until it's all gone and it's cracked and what's really um significant is that 49 percent of canadians trust business to do the right thing so if only 49 percent and i say only because that's less than half a population believe that business is going to do the right thing then trust really is a competitive differentiator. It's a competitive advantage, right? And we just have to think about, like you were mentioning, you wouldn't buy a product if you didn't trust. Mm-mm. You know, in in every community across Canada, there's always, you know, um, one restaurant, as an example, that does really well, right? right? They have a competitive advantage because they have the trust of their customers. There's always, you know, there's always, you know, a hardware store where everyone goes to, Um And it doesn't matter what industry we're in, when you have the trust, you have the loyalty and you have the advocacy, meaning people refer you and recommend you and talk well on your behalf. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's all about having high trust equity so that if something happens and and there becomes a crack, if you will, and there a break in the trust, when you do have that, because we all make mistakes, Maheen, right? And but if you have high trust equity, you have something to fall back on and people are more forgiving. So it's really a critical asset that that needs to be managed and protected. Absolutely. Nanali, please share some of the highlights of uh, this report that identifies key business priorities that will help privately held and family-run businesses succeed in 2021. The report was done in January of this year. Mm -hmm. And so January 2021, I reached out to business owners and leaders uh, across Canada and the U.S. Mm -hmm. and heard back from 172 business owners and leaders, not only in Canada and the U.S., Mm -hmm. but in different countries in Europe and South Africa and Asia. It's uh, the overwhelming response was that this year, keeping and retaining customers is so important. And as you mentioned, two thirds of the respondents 
said that the number one priority this year was to focus on building and strengthening relationships of trust with customers. And what was interesting is that 94% of business owners and leaders said, you know, it's extremely important to focus, but as, as, as you pointed out, 58% responded and said, but we don't know how to do that. You know, that one of the main themes that came out is overwhelmingly business owners and leaders don't know how to build trust virtually in, in this virtual environment. Right. And, you know, the companies that are able to balance the online customer experience and the personal connection and the personal interactions will be the ones that will win in this year, in this calendar year. And, and I would suggest for the next several years, um, because I really believe, Mahim, that, that we are, you know, as you said, Everything has changed, right? Mm. The way we live has changed. The way we learn has changed. And the way we work has changed. Right. And there, there are a number of companies that stand out as customer-focused trust leaders that have done an amazing job in the last year. And mm-hmm. um, Coltec Windows and Entrance Systems, uh, known primarily as Coltec, is one of Canada's best-managed companies and they manufacture doors and windows. And they're a great example of a customer-focused trust leader. And I I work with them to measure trust and improve their customer experiences. And they're highly like laser-focused on the customer. And when COVID-19 hit, they, they reached, they had a high trust equity. They had very great, very good relationships with their clients. I say very good or high, you know, they're very, very strong Mm -hmm. because we measured this and and we know this, we have a quantifiable KPI. Like they measure this on a regular basis. They've completely operationalized this. Um, They reached out to all their clients and listened to them and said, how can we help you? And what was interesting is they gained an understanding of their needs and were able to pivot and create a new product for their customers so that they could stay open and keep their employees safe and keep their customers safe. So Coltec started this new product, which they now sell across Canada mm-hmm. and into the U.S., tempered safety glass barrier, which they call Coltec Shield. Mm-hmm. So when you go into a hardware store, it's it's the glass shield right. between you and the cash register. Or if you go into a restaurant, it's mm-hmm. the glass shield between you and the table or the booth behind you. Right. And like I said, I mean, they're a great example of a company that even in this new virtual world who have really... Um, done an amazing job of balancing this personalization and, and virtual and providing an extraordinary customer experience to their customers. Absolutely. So you see, these are, this is why most of the companies are innovating, finding ways to keep themselves very relevant in yeah. these ever-changing, challenging times. Now, Natalie, please share some strategies that female business owners in particular can implement today to transform the customer experience in the virtual world. 
Okay. Well, um, when I work with female business owners and leaders, uh, you know, one of the first things we do is we sit down to, to either formally measure, like we did at Coltec, so um, the, what the customer experience is. So um, I, I have a proprietary diagnostic I call the Client Trust Index that actually quantifies the customer's experience in your organization. And so the very first strategy I would say for a female business owner, you don't need to do a big fancy research project. It doesn't matter if you're a one-person company or a 5,000-person company. The very first strategy I would suggest to implement is to understand the customer experience, where they are now. Mm -hmm. Identify what are the gaps. The next thing that I would suggest is to get everyone in the company focused on the customer. And, and one of the ways you can do that is, I mean, I do workshops virtual now where we put ourselves in the customer's shoes. Right. And so female business owners can do that, you know, sit with your teams and say, okay, let's, let's figure out what's the typical day in the life like for our customer. And when you do that exercise and actually really work hard to put yourself in the customer's shoes, you, you gain empathy. And, and when we have empathy, it's easier to build a relationship of trust. Empathy is part of trustworthy behavior. And so I would suggest that for the second step. Um, and then I would suggest connecting and reaching out. So you know, Mahim, you mentioned how, how do companies, you asked, you know, how do we do this in a virtual world? We really need to proactively connect and reach out because there aren't opportunities for us to see each other at a trade show. And for many of my clients, the female business owners that I work with, it's been a whole year since right. they've seen their customers, right? This week is a year since people have been out at trade shows and or out at meetings or traveling and, and for many of us in our offices. So I would reach out. And, you know, when I say reach out, it doesn't need to be about business, right? It's about the personal connection. Right. Um, another strategy that I would have, I mean, I could go on all day and, and I know we have a time constraint. Um, but another strategy I think is really important, especially right now in this in this virtual world, uh, while we still have strains of the virus around, is to demonstrate consistency. Right. So in times of uncertainty, consistency builds trust, right? It decreases when we're consistent, we know what we're going to get. Right. And so consistency reduces a risk level and it makes us feel more comfortable and less vulnerable. And I would suggest that female business owners think about how can they build consistency into their business. And one very practical thing that they could do right away is, you know, make sure everybody in the company has the same email signature as an example. Right. 
right? It sounds like such a little thing, Mahim, but it, it's, but it, adds up. it all adds up. And, and you know what? I love that you say that it all adds up, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's the cumulative actions and the behaviors and the communications and the way we serve. And you are a hundred percent right. It all adds up. That is, and it has a very powerful impact on, uh, and the, on the results as well, you know, better mm-hmm. trust, better communication. Yeah. That's amazing. You've shared some of, uh, very, uh, you know, very relevant points about, you know, and different strategies that especially female business owners, they can, uh, adapt and they can use those, uh, to really, you know, upbring their, their entire, uh, and they, how can they, you know, really ex- create that experience for customers as well as their uh, own employees uh, in a virtual world. Now, on a final note, Natalie, was it, what is your key advice to female entrepreneurs who are listening to you today? Natalie, share with us how other female business leaders have grown their business during the pandemic because of the trust they have. Well, uh, I'm going to share with you a couple of examples. Two amazing women. One uh, woman, her name is Erin Schreier. And she's a co-owner of an insurance company called Kenton White Insurance in Bathurst, New Brunswick. And Erin and her partner, her husband, Brian Schreier, they offer home, auto, and business insurance. And in the middle of this pandemic, they started a whole new group insurance program called Resurgo. R-E-S-U-R-G-O. Mm-hmm. And it is tailored to military. And, um, you know, I think that they they had such an amazing launch in the middle of this because they, they really do focus on relationships of trust. They came in, they started in March 2020 with high trust they they do they have very high personalization and as i mentioned the companies that balance personalization with automation and online experience will win and and they're they're very um strong in that regard and they're one of the examples that i wanted to share with you of a female business leader who has grown her business in the pandemic. Erin Schreier, Kenton White Insurance, and Resurgo. And, you know, the other part of that story, which is so amazing, is that they partnered, again, in the middle of a pandemic, with a nonprofit organization called Soldier On, Mm -hmm. and did this all remotely in a virtual world. The other example that I'd like to share with you is another business owner, a woman business owner. Her name is Dallas Mercer. She's the president and founder of DMC Consulting, and they're in Mount Pearl, Newfoundland and Labrador. And DMC is a national company, and they're in the business of disability and safety management company, specializing in workplace injury, non-occupational leave management, occupational health and safety consulting and training, as well as industrial hygiene services. And like I said, they work with a variety of companies in every single industry across Canada. And 
they they too had very strong relationships of trust with their clients right and that spanned many many years and so when businesses got shut down and the pandemic hit their clients turned to them for guidance during the pandemic and they they as as i mentioned are, are in the business of occupational health and safety so their team the dmc team got up to speed very quickly on the virus so they could help guide their clients and help them stay open or reopen with confidence a lot of their clients had were essential services so they were you know food processing plants manufacturing and companies in the construction industry so right. dmc worked with them to keep their employees and keep their customers safe by providing risk assessments and processes to mitigate risks these are just two examples of companies led by women that grew their business in the pandemic because of the trust they have and there's so many amazing examples um of women who pivoted went out and listened to their clients tried to figure out how could they help them learned about new opportunities and were really there for their clients to either add value or come up with brand new products it doesn't it sound so good like these two uh business models if they've successfully built themselves during this during such a challenging yeah. time it's just it's just so empowering for not only like it's so it's so empowering to listen to but then to all the other female entrepreneurs who are really struggling at this point such words such stories really help build that courage so yes. thank you so much for sharing those two stories with us now on a final note natalie what is your key advice to female entrepreneurs both of these companies they they are trusted advisors mm-hmm. to their clients that they truly are trusted advisors and not just those two women but everyone in their firm they 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 work very hard to build strengthen and maintain relationships of trust mm-hmm. and it's part of their cultures my final piece of advice is without exception every single company mahin no matter what business they're in has critical trust risk points and when i say a critical trust risk point it's a point in the business where there is an opportunity to either build or to take away from trust and when i work with companies typically what we do i i mention you know we sit down and we say where are you what's the customer experience now another thing we do and i say sit with people it's all virtual now but we do this online i do all my workshops online now but when when i meet with companies we usually come up with a list of 10 or 20 critical trust risk points right what's really amazing is that the common thread is that it always comes back to people so the one piece of advice that i have is that when everyone in your company is focused on building relationships of trust not only with each other but with customers and suppliers and they're focused on becoming trusted advisors they will grow it's about the power of trust mm-hmm. and in a virtual world 
trust is paramount. There has never been a better time to invest in learning how to build trust. Absolutely. And I'm sure your the your report, the insights from your study on such an important hot topic, trust, will really help uh, most small business owners and female business owners realize that how important it is to build that as a foundation and then work on other things to really succeed. But thank you so much for joining us, Natalie. It was great pleasure to chat with you today and knowing more about you, knowing more about your study. And it's, it's really great. You've, you really touch on some very, very important subjects. And uh, it's, it's great to learn more about, you know, how can we change uh, in today's world of like, you know, broken trust. Thank you. Really happy to be here. And thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders.